Rip it, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should've just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. All right. Well, we don't. I don't even. I don't have to talk over the theme song anymore, Stefan. We don't have to do the old. Yeah. Well, because the new uh, you know. the new theme song has lyrics now. So yeah. if we talk over, we sound like a pair of jackasses. Um, <laughs> and people are having trouble figuring out the lyrics, which I like. I don't think we should tell them. I mean, we have told people in the Discord, but I yeah. don't think we need to tell so anyone. Actually, yeah. If you want to know what the lyrics are, you have to uh, subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> That's a great. That's a great way to sell some Patreon subs. Yeah. If you want to know the lyrics to our theme song. Or Lydia Burrell to, might just tell you as well. Well, but, him, and but. May, but maybe we just tell him he won't. Yeah. Uh, but thank you to Lydia Burrell for that amazing theme song. Once again, uh, hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 106. Uh, and we have a fantastic guest here with us today. He is a comedian. He's a writer for The Good Place and The Late Late Show. Demi Adejuibe is here. Hi, Demi. Oh. How How's you doing? Guys? I'm good. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming. This is great. I've. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm. I'm in a bit of a fucked up place right now, Demi. Uh, he because... means his apartment. <laughs> okay. Wow. And you know what? I'm done. You can't. You can't make fun of my apartment anymore, too, because I moved to a no, normal. No, I know. Apartment. You moved and you have like a nice apartment. Yeah. Uh, aside from like the train that comes by and and makes yeah, me feel not, like I'm about to be attacked like three great, times an episode. Other than that. Um, but you. I, yeah. Thank yeah. You. Yeah, <laughs> it looks good. I mean, your apartment looks good. I haven't been in it yet because we can't see each other. We're still We're recording down. remotely. Yeah. We're locked and in. Basically, as soon as I moved, we, we had the new lockdown. Uh, yeah. And as soon as you got the new mics for the studio. So you've been yes. hogging all the new equipment, basically. Yeah, exactly. We spent like yeah. 2K. We spent like two grand on mics and uh, two of them have not left their box. So, yeah. um, you know, that's, I guess, karma or something. I don't know. You got to return them, though. Oh, and maybe I should. Maybe that's what I should do, Demi. It's yeah. just kind of return them and just yeah. not. Stefan never gets to use it. The get. I just. But I keep. I mean, mine. who knows how long this lockdown's gone on? We just want to be safe, right? We just want to. You know, we don't want to. Yeah. So maybe, maybe return them, John, and you okay. know. Yeah. Just I'll take buy them back. another PS5 or something. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, but, yeah, I did get three PS5s. So okay. Uh, yeah, but so that's. All right. Buy that's two insane. More so the, the other ones don't get lonely. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Five just, is like the perfect amount. PS. Just to five. clarify, they're not they're not all for you, John. Just no, and also yeah. to clarify, I didn't scalp them. I wasn't like no. one of the you know I didn't buy them to re. I just I had some friends who were looking and weren't able to get them, so I just sold them for face value to some friends. Mm. So did you guys see yeah. the dude who bought like fifty of them and then yes, and then like got caught. Yeah, well, he posted oh. a picture and he and he was like, uh, you know, with the price and, and everything. And he was like bragging about how he had scalped all these PS5s. And yeah, just like a stack of them. Uh, and then I think within about an hour, he was doxxed and robbed. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I mean, he sort of deserves it, you know, maybe if he's if he's like bragging about it online. But, John, you gave them to your friends, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. So well, I sold them. So, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't just give them away. No, I don't want people to think I'm like yeah. a rich guy. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. I have 14 friends and I have 14 PS5s. I it's just it is what it I'm is. I'm surprised there's still such like a, a seller's market for this kind of thing cuz I feel like I remember like the Wii coming out and that being a big thing. People just being like, "Yeah, I got 50 Wiis." And it's like you'd think over time it'd be sort of like people just kind of pulling back on that and just kind of going like, "I don't think I need this as much immediately." But I guess I'm I'm just out of the game now. I don't I don't know. I think now with like streaming and stuff, especially and how like big gaming is and there's like professional gaming and every, you know, I think it's like gotten even bigger. Like I pre-ordered mine in September and I was just like refreshing Amazon Canada for, for like three hours and like just barely got it. Uh, And, and like, it's, it's like impossible to find, like you're not going to find it until January now. Um, But like John, yeah. Uh, you were saying you were in a, a bad place. Yes. Uh, what, what, what is that uh, referring to? Well, I just, to put a button on the PS5 thing for me, sure. um, I'm a teacher. So it's just mm. all about being able to hold it over my children. That's really what it's all about. Oh, right. did your parents not get you the PS5? <laughs> well, guess what? I'm a fucking grown man and I got three. So boom, go to hell. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I, I have, as you know, Stefan, mm. I have another podcast uh, about new metal. Sure, uh, yeah. With Brian Quinby from Street Fight Radio, we review yeah. a classic new metal album every month, and we let we're, we're very dumb. We let our fans vote. Brian and I will pick two albums every month, so we have a poll of four albums, and we let our listeners choose which album we listen to. And Brian, in his infinite wisdom, put the Crazy Town album <laughs> on the poll, and that's what got voted for an overwhelming winner. Is that even so, new metal? Yes. Yes, it's definitely new metal, and it is the Butterf- w- butterfly is not new metal though, right? Do they well, have other new metal songs? Like, because butterfly to me, that's the only Crazy Town song. That's so, not a new metal song. Well, that's a song from uh, Orange County. Cover butterfly over and over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's seventeen yeah. versions of butterfly. Twelve of them are by Linkin Park. Um, it is no, what it is is they have the same thing as Sugar Ray, in that they are a new metal band. But so, like, if you listen to the album that Fly is on by Sugar Ray, it's all new metal. Yeah, <laughs> and you shouldn't. <laughs> but it's all new metal and then fly. And I think Crazy Town just tried to copy that. And they're like, we'll just write like a softer song that'll get big on radio. But the rest of the album is new metal. Um, it is. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. So, I, and I I host a new metal podcast, and it's the worst thing I've ever heard. It is so bad. So I'm in a bad mood. But earlier this week. I tried to buy crazytown.com because we found out that crazytown.com was available. Uh, just like you can just buy it. And the person who owns it, uh, well, I'll let you guys guess. I don't know if you saw the tweet, Stefan, mm-hmm. um, how much you think crazytown.com is going for. I So I saw you posting about this. I didn't see the specific price. I would okay. guess $25,000. It's like, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be high, I think. It's going to be like a, a surprisingly high amount. Okay. Demi? I'm going to say 2000 $50,000. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 50000 So I didn't know it. I knew nothing about this. I, I just knew that it was available. I messaged. So GoDaddy has like a, a service where they broker like domain name deals for people. And so they were brokering this for me. And... Um, yeah, so they were like, yeah, the person who owns it wants 50K. And I was like, well, I'll give you $100. Um, and then they were like, no. And I tweeted about it. And there was like a domain Twitter account that like only tweets about domain shit. And they were like, ha ha, look at this idiot who thinks he can get crazytown.com for $100. <laughs> 
And I was like, why is this a big thing? And they said that apparently if you if any domain is like one word or two words that are like dictionary searchable words that are together, you basically can't get it for less than 25K because they're the, the, the hope, I guess, of the person is that like Jeff Bezos decides to start a, a, like a franchise of kids play places called Crazy Town and he needs to own crazytown.com. So he just gives you 50K for it. So they denied my bid of one hundred dollars. I'm but interested. You, I'm interested in the audience of that guy's Twitter, who's also gonna laugh along with you, just like, "Oh my god, this fucking idiot!" Like, <laughs> like it, it gets just like three hundred thousand likes of everyone being like, "This is the stupidest guy I've ever seen." <laughs> I'm just well, going to follow that guy and Art Decider, and that's just going to be the perfect timeline. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The, 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 tw- the Twitter is called Domunity, uh, like domain community, I guess. That maybe but I was sounds like, like something else. Yeah. I know. I was like, you gotta, you might need to check. I mean, if a you're a domain spots. expert, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you should probably know. But yeah, he, he literally quote tweeted my tweet about it, and then he said... That uh, he quotes me to my tweet and then he was like, either this guy is an idiot or this is comedy. And my Twitter handle is Cullen the comic. I was like, and you're an idiot too. And I'm also an idiot. I mean, I fit both categories, but I was like, yeah, this is definitely a joke. I'm not trying to buy crazytown.com for real. But yeah, this guy was just, I bet on the like domain subreddit or whatever. I was just getting dunked on repeatedly on Wednesday. Yeah, You made their year. (laughs) yeah they're like look at this fucking idiot so but i came up with a compromise and uh we bought crazytown.town and that was 21 dollars. okay so did you try for crazy.town uh crazy.town much more expensive demi it is yeah it's in it's in a different uh i don't know how much but what godaddy does is if it's a like if it's a viable domain name like that they will you have to pay them to broker the deal with the person who owns the the thing. No. So it was like, yeah, so it's going to be like 200 bucks to get them to go to the guy who owns crazy.town and be like, "Hey, oh shit. I just fucking spilled my drink all over the place. Is how pissed <laughs> off I am." Uh, but I, yeah, uh... they they go to the guy and they're like, "Hey, we got a guy who wants it." And he's like, "Yeah, it's $50,000." And I'm like, "Fuck you." And then go daddy's like, "Okay, that's 200 bucks." Can I, can I ask you guys something? Do you guys know? Okay, I want to I want to test something out here. This is a totally big change of subject. Do you guys know That's how Har- Harry Houdini died? Punch in the yeah. stomach. Yeah. But like, okay, so what is when you when you think about that? When you picture that, like, what are you picturing? Like, like what was the scenario? How did it How did it go down? He goes, "Punch me in the stomach, bro." I bet you can't. And someone does, and he collapses and shits his pants and dies. So that's that's basically what I thought, John. I assume you think. Yeah, the, the I, I thought thing. it was like um, it was kind of like a magic trick thing that he did because, like, back <laughs> in his day, magicians were just mostly guys who were like, "Yeah, fuck, punch me in the stomach, whatever. I don't give a shit." So here's what actually happened, and I saw this from uh, Brooks Otterlake on Twitter. Uh, so. I'm just going to read this. This is from the Harry Dini Wikipedia, and this is very interesting to me. Uh, so the accounts of the witnesses uh, generally corroborated one another. Price said that Whitehead asked Houdini if he believed in the miracles of the Bible and whether it was true that punches in the stomach did not hurt him. <laughs> Houdini offered a casual reply that his stomach could endure a lot. This is, this is the part that I didn't know about. Whitehead then delivered some very hammer-like blows below the belt, 
Houdini was reclining on a couch at the time, having broken his ankle <laughs> while performing several days earlier. So he's just like getting wailed on while he's laying down on a couch. In the nuts. Yeah. And then he died. Did you guys know that? I totally so he died thought it was from, him. So like, he died from nut shots? I mean, it says below the belt. Uh, it, it was, I, I, I guess it was uh, maybe appendicitis, they were saying as well, potentially. And it was possibly caused from the the, the blows. To, but like, you know what this sounds like to me is uh, John and I watched this video uh, at one of our live shows. It's not like a fetish thing. It is a fetish thing. It wasn't a fetish <laughs> thing for us, just to clarify. <laughs> and it's called uh, Me Gut Punched gut, gut punched 15, I think. And it's a, it's a guy laying down in the forest uh, with his shirt off and uh, his friend is just punching him in the gut for like uh, three minutes, I think. And that's what this reminds me of. Just a guy, like he's just on a couch. And, and like, sort of, like, challenging him to do it, I guess. But, like, he's just getting, like, wailed on on a couch. That's this what happened. Is, basically, it's a guy walking by, and he's sitting on a couch, and he's like, hey, do you believe in the Bible? He's like, I don't know. I got a strong stomach. And then just guy's just like, fuck, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> and he's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I mean, that's crazy. I heard that's also how Mr. Belvedere died. That is. So, well, yeah. That's what a lot yeah. of people are saying. He did I sit mean, on a, a couch, I think. At, and you know the, yeah. the balls and everything, but uh, that just like you know that that sort ah. of ruins the mystique of of Houdini to me. I no longer respect Houdini. What is uh, the worst like? What's the worst ball pain you've ever had? Oh, that's a good question. I gotta think this through here. Um, I have two. I I can go. I can. I have two, but one yeah, if in you particular. Ha- if you have them ready to go. Let, well, let's one time I puked. Um, I was uh, playing road hockey as you do as a canadian lad i was probably 10 and uh we were playing with that orange hockey ball yeah and i was screening the goalie and so a guy took a slap shot and i jumped in the air and opened my legs so that the ball would presumably go underneath my legs and i would scream so it like it like hit your nuts as they were like dangling correct it went like uh like we're talking like a 45 degree angle like Oh, it right no. into my yeah right into the boys and we used to play beside this this house that had a giant front lawn and i like crawled over to the lawn and i just puked and then i laid there <laughs> for like 20 minutes <laughs> i i was also uh, hitting the nuts by the the orange hockey ball which is uh there's two ver- there's like a harder version and a soft yeah this version. was the harder one that i got i, I was by. i was also hit by the harder version uh i was in goalie at uh in goal at the time uh and yeah just a shot to the nuts and you're out for like half an hour like it, it oh was, yeah, it was not good. Yeah, yeah. Demi, I don't have this story. <laughs> you don't have. You haven't been hitting the nuts with an orange hockey ball. No, I haven't. I played hockey as a kid, but I, I guess I was just particularly uh, protective of my cojones. I I feel like I'm even just trying to think. Like you saying that, I was just sort of like, I don't know. I guess sometimes I I wake up and I'm like, oh, my balls are pulling real weird. But it's just like a, I just gotta sit. I just gotta sit in a specific position for like. 30 minutes and then i'm fine and yeah. you guys are like no yeah i got i got a slap shot straight to the nuts and i'm like i i can't relate sorry that's not i mean that's good though i do definitely though i'm 35 now i don't know how old you are but there is you do as a man i did, wasn't prepared for this you just will have mornings where you wake up and your balls just hurt for some yeah. reason you're not like fair. no you're like what was did i got i guess i must have slept on them and like pinched them or something or i don't know but Man, yeah, and I, I, yeah, it's not. I've had a lot. I feel like I've had a lot of ball injuries, but I guess I was just that comes with like hockey and, you know, 
stuff like yeah. that. I mean, I've had it in soccer as well, but that's not as bad because the soccer ball is so big that it, it sort of like it hits your like thighs as well. Right. It's like it a, direct. distributes yeah. the impact. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to yeah. think of like, I feel like I just got directly punched in the balls once <laughs> by a girl in like elementary. I think everyone's <laughs> been punched in the balls at some point. I'm, I'm just, I don't think I have a strong memory of. Right. Happened like a specific time where you're like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Where the world turns blue in your vision for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the the crazy part about getting hit in the balls like that is that it doesn't hurt for the first like three seconds. So you get to have this like feeling of like, oh, maybe it missed. And yeah, then invincible. It, yes, yeah. exactly. And then you're like, oh, fuck. And then it's all. And then you're throwing up. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's not good. It's not great. No, no. I would. I also uh, had. I I had like. Uh, no, nah, I'll skip that story. Uh, <laughs> 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 that, it, yeah, it's all good. But yeah, yeah, it was. It's not great. So shout out to Houdini for dying, getting hit in the nuts. I definitely um, thought it was a like a punching contest thing. No, that that's. I, I thought it was. I thought he was like. I dare anyone uh, yeah. who, who thinks they can do it to punch me in the stomach, and through the power of magic, I, I won't feel any pain. Right. But it's. It was just like a guy. Yeah, talking about the Bible, and then Houdini being like, "I mean, yeah, I've got a pretty strong stomach." And then, I mean, the couch detail is, I think, maybe the funniest thing. Yeah, it's great. In the it's history so of anything. Just imagine him at a party, like smoking a joint. And some guys like, <laughs> "Do you believe in the Holy Spirit?" And then he dies. <laughs> I'm I mean uh, in fairness it would be pretty badass if you were at a bar you're drunk you're talking a ton of shit about Houdini you're like Houdini's a fucking what a loser magic fuck off I could it's lock not real myself in a safe yeah I could do exactly oh what oh he picked one lock who gives a shit then Houdini like comes into the bar he's like anyone can punch me in the stomach for uh, 50 cents or whatever three shillings I don't know what it was and then they go <laughs> then they go outside and the guy just completely skips his stomach and punches him right in the nuts like that's yeah. pretty bad that would also be badass I feel like a just a great move of like I was yeah. picturing like like Frieza punching someone and like the punch going through him like just like straight through his body like that yeah. that was the coolest way to do it and instead his death is now maybe the funniest death in the history of anything the only other death that I think maybe compares is there was this guy who was famous for going over Niagara Falls in a barrel a bunch, and he died from slipping on an orange peel and getting like oh. sepsis or something. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Not a, you don't even slip on the right peel. You you, you didn't slip on the funny peel. Yeah. You slipped on citrus. The That's least brutal. funny peel. Yeah, that that peel has little dimples like a golf ball to make it less slippery, and you slipped on it somehow. I yeah. mean, that's just. It's like the guy who died getting a cake in the face. Who is that? That's a guy. No, I'm just. It was just like a little, just a little oh, riff, you know, because like a pot, okay. exactly. Just right, yeah. right. Just trying to have some fun out here. Guys. No, no, that's okay. Not I mean, the other listen, one, the other classic is the so ancient, just, the, the ancient Greek guy who got the turtle dropped on his head. Right. <laughs> We've all heard about that one, where he was bald, and so th this bird was. This is a. I mean, I don't know. This is a tr I'm saying this is a true story. You know, like I was there. <laughs> this is a true story from uh, ancient Greece. I believe yeah. it was in Thermopylae. Uh, but, but don't quote me on the that. video, bro. Yeah, as the story goes, this this bird. Uh, flew up with a turtle and was looking for like a rock to smash the turtle on and mistook the guy's bald head for a rock and dropped the turtle on his head and killed him. I love this is as the story goes, here's what we've heard from the bird. Here's the bird's perspective. 
the bird was just trying to do this thing. They're totally innocent. They gave me their full alibi. It's not the bird's fault. Yeah, I'd like, to hear, I'd like to hear from the turtle, head. you know? The I bird's mean, like, I swear I wasn't trying to kill this guy. I thought it was a rock. I mean, you can get a, If you flew up there, you would think the same thing. It's not my fault. Turtle's like, I'm not going to lie. I knew it wasn't a rock, and I told the bird uh, it was. <laughs> I was out for blood. I fucking hate Greeks. Uh, oh, I, uh, man, I, th- we watched, um, Becca and I watched that, uh, my octopus teacher last night. You guys seen this thing? No, no. but I hear a lot about this. What's the deal? Is okay. this, what is this guy fucking an octopus and then they made it yeah. on Netflix? Yes, exactly. You okay. got, you nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot wow. of people are like, whoa, the octopus taught him a lot. And then you find out the true story of what the octopus was teaching. Well, him do they, so do they shit. mention it in the, in the show that he has sex with the octopus or is it just sort of like. It's like the octopus is like uh, sitting at it's like they do like reenactments and the octopus is like sitting at a desk and he brings him like a shiny apple and he's got like the chalkboard behind him and everything or it, yeah it, we don't actually see him fucking the octopus no yeah it's implied like him and the octopus okay. leave the screen and then it's like right okay. and then everyone <laughs> drops like, oh, okay. a pencil in front of the desk and just bends over like oops yeah <laughs> yeah and then ink starts to like come out and, and you're like ooh okay it's like a. It's the it's the same as that dolphin teacher lady, Margaret Howe Levat. Oh yeah, that, what was her right, deal yeah. again? She fucked a dolphin. Oh okay. yeah, <laughs> that word. <laughs> yeah, I'm just she was like, I'm teaching the... this dolphin language, and then everyone's like, "You fucked a dolphin." She's like, "I fucked a dolphin." <laughs> yeah, I am just picturing the octopus getting stuck in a uh, washing machine, like doing laundry, and also being. Uh, <laughs> Being the half brother to this guy too, maybe you know. I don't know. Yeah, we got. Oh, yeah. We got to step it up for twenty twenty. All eight but. of my arms are stuck in this bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it is a little weird because I just don't like the. So the the story is basically that this guy was a filmmaker in the African desert. Um, and made this like movie where he for two years he followed these like animal trackers. Um, in the Kalahari desert and he couldn't believe like how connected to nature they were that they could take these like little signs from animals and track them across the desert and whatever and what and so yeah he said he was just like so jealous of how they felt like he felt like they were inside nature and he wanted the same experience he had grown up on the Atlantic Ocean in South Africa so he moves back to there he's totally burnt out on filmmaking and everything and then he finds this like small kelp forest by near where he lives and he f- meets an octopus that's in there and he like follows this octopus for a year. Um, and it's it's it, I mean, it was pretty interesting, but it was also a little bit like you don't feel like he wanted to fuck the octopus, but it's like a relationship that I just can't understand, you know, of like I, I would want to fuck the octopus. <laughs> I mean, it, have you seen the 2000 suckers, Demi? I didn't know that, but it's. I didn't either. <laughs> but it has it has a beak, though, too, right? I mean, I feel like that would be sort of. They got tons of shit, man. I didn't know. I didn't, <laughs> octopus are wild. Octopus Dude, they're are so wild. equipped. Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't even get. I know so much about octopuses. That sounds now. like you're describing like a bop it or something. Like it has all these little features. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's got a twist, you it, twist it. It's got a yeah. bop it. You pull it, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's got these, like, it's got like little breathing tubes. It's got the inky thing. It's got the, all the thing. I didn't also know they camouflage super well. I didn't realize yeah. that they were like a chameleon, but they, they, anyway, you should watch it. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I mean, I would say, you know, you could watch it if you want. 
but he doesn't fuck the octopus if that's what you're looking for. Okay. It's all, about, is, it's all it's, about what you're into. It is heavily implied, though. Well, yes, it's heavily implied. And he okay. talks about by the end, he's like, yeah, and I wanted to like pass this knowledge of the ocean onto my son. And, and my son is so good now at like <laughs> tracking <laughs> octopus, octopi, fish, you know, whatever. So, yeah, it's like okay. an institutional. It's like the, they got the whole thing going, you know? Oh, Jesus Christ. What? I mean, no, it's it's, it's okay. I, I just I'm, I'm just trying to understand the appeal. I think fucking a dolphin I can understand. But <laughs> oh, you can. You can understand more, fucking a I'm dolphin. Saying, okay, I'm just saying more than fucking an octopus, <laughs> I think. I think that's a reasonable I think that's a reasonable opinion is that you can understand fucking a dolphin more than fucking an octopus. Cuz a dolphin is like a a bit it's like similar in size to a human. I was warned octopus. about your hot takes before I came on here. And now yeah, to, people didn't I knew warn I had you. to I knew I had to throw one down this episode. <laughs> I think this is pretty reasonable for me though. Um <laughs> Because, That's how you know the yeah. takes are bad, Demi. This is a re- the reasonable take is well. I could see why I, you would fuck a dolphin. I'm, no, I'm and just that's saying reasonable. If you, between if you had to choose between an octopus and a dolphin, that's it's the dolphin, thing. One hundred percent. You were not saying it between the two at first. That's where I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, just some just some context here. Like I'm just saying, if it was between an octopus and a dolphin, a hundred percent of the time you're going dolphin. Right, man sticks a gun to your head. You're in an alley with two giant. Uh, <laughs> aquarium tanks and he's like you got to fuck one of these animals you're like okay give me the dolphin he doesn't even need to have the he, he can just be implying that he has a gun like okay. he, can, he can be doing the thing where it's like behind a coat and i think like, well, i'd be like, be like show me the gun i need to see the gun <laughs> i'm on my way home i got groceries i'm not stopping to fuck a dolphin show me the gun i got some frozen uh, stuff in here it's gonna go bad when i'm in you that see tank. This baguette i'm in a rush <laughs> Uh, I anyway, I, uh, that's all. That's all I'm saying. I think I think you guys are on the same page well, with me. We don't even have to go into this anymore. But I think you guys agree. <laughs> dolphin over octopus. Well, 10 times okay. Out of 10. How, tell me more about this lady. I've never even heard of this lady before. Like, how did she justify the whole dolphin? So thing? I I believe that she was uh, brought in for some sort of uh, scientific experiment on trying to communicate with dolphins and teach them language. And I think as she began to communicate with them, she got closer to one dolphin in a very weirdly romantic way and felt like very close to this dolphin and then had sex with the dolphin. Jeez. Was this a Mr. Hand situation where the dolphin had sex with her or? I'm not sure. I don't, I think it was like, I was going to say consensual, but I was like as consensual (laughs) as this could be and that she very much was like, I want to have sex with this dolphin. I remember uh, hearing about, the only reason I know her name is because I I, uh, went on another podcast where, we talked about it extensively, and now I'm just like, I'm forgetting all the details aside from her full name and the fact that she had sex with this stuff. <laughs> Margaret Howe Levat. I know someone, uh, when the Harper's letter came out earlier this year, someone uh, faked a screenshot where she was on the Harper's letter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It's like, oh, this, this lady's on here. Um, I mean, all I can think about when I hear about some fucking a dolphin is the King of the Hill episode where the dolphin uh, humps Hank uh at uh at the resort but i don't know if this was anything like that um i mean this is yeah i i think i I mean just back to the dolphin octopus thing i know i I just want our listeners uh (laughs) just if i can go back to that for a second just if i can return to that for a fifth time maybe we'll start we'll do a poll or something but i really do do think we're not gonna do a poll the dolphin would run away with it compared to the octopus. I do like the no idea, question. Demi, that like people are fans of yours and they listen to every podcast that you're on and they're like, wow, he's really, he just brings uh, that dolphin fucking thing up every podcast. 
And they're like, and he's losing the details every time. <laughs> okay, I looked it up though. So <laughs> okay. what happened in week five of the experiment, Peter started, Peter's the dolphin, started to exhibit signs of sexual attraction towards Howlavat. Howlavat said that it was not sexual on her part, but it allowed her to get to know Peter. And then she said, in order to satisfy Peter's in sec- increasing sexual orge- urges, he'd be transported to another pool with two female dolphins. This was a logistical nightmare, n- nightmare and it disrupted his communication lessons entirely. Eventually, Hal Levat took it upon herself to relieve Peter of his urges, rather than going through the long and inconvenient process of transporting him. So basically, she was like, oh, we can't keep moving this dolphin. I'm just going to have to jerk him off myself. <laughs> I, I do, mean, it's just practical. That makes sense. I know? do like the idea, though, that she went to Peter and she was like, listen, I can't fuck you, but I got two hotties over there in that pool. <laughs> I listen, you're going to have a three. I mean, you won't even believe what they can do. Both of them at the same time. I mean, I'll give you a dolphin three way, but you got to leave me alone. You know, and Peter's like, <laughs> OK, like, all right. I can't do it. I can't cheat on that beautiful hand. <laughs> Here's what I want to know. How come it's always people fucking sea creatures? Why is it always a scientist or a researcher fucking a sea creature? Why don't, why don't no one fuck Coco the gorilla? You know? Too dry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you had that loaded. That is the fastest yeah. you could <laughs> I've thought a lot about no, you said The thing is, you said sea creatures, and I immediately was like, well, the wetness, probably. Yeah, yeah that's Which true. Is, uh, it sucks to, to have that locked and loaded. Just be like, well, that's exactly what everyone's thinking. <laughs> These the, corny uh, biologists. The Coco the, Coco the Gorilla stuff is so interesting to me because she was like, like she was friends with uh, Robin Williams, right? Like famously, right. they had like a very fun relationship. Did they have to like draw straws to see who would go like break the news to her? Like, <sighs> you know, I'm like, you have, this is like an a 800 pound gorilla, right? How old and, was how old was she by that point though? She had been, I mean, I feel like she was like 20 or 30, probably. Like, she'd been going is, for a while. Is Coco still alive? I know. I think she passed away a, a couple years ago. Okay. See, my thinking is you just don't tell her. That's, that's exactly it. Why, why do you need to tell her? That's right. Are you, are you, are like, you doing, are you doing like a paper on like how gorillas react to heartbreak? Like, yeah, they don't <laughs> update Coco on all the news of the day. They're not like, uh, you got it. This recount shit in the news is really <laughs> stressful, Coco. Yeah, they just go in and they're like, uh, so Coco, uh, another, another 50,000 confirmed cases today. So <laughs> 51,200 Mississippi really has fallen off. Uh, it, okay, we're gonna so we're gonna have to tell Coco about 9-11, but one of us is gonna have to go in and explain the World Trade Center first. One of us is gonna have to go in and explain military bases on uh Saudi Holy Land for like there's a whole thing. And then we're gonna get to 9-11 like next week, I guess, maybe. Right? Yes, James, you can tell her the theory that it was all a, a false flag if you really must. <laughs> yeah. He's just in the back, like, I think we should really present all the options. Jet fuel doesn't <laughs> melt steel beams, and Coco should know that. So My- Coco comes up with it herself. She's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We noticed that Coco was very confused for three days following the 9-11 news. <laughs> My hope, it was just like one uh, researcher they hated, who they were like, okay, I mean, it's, 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 it's bad news time for Coco. You have to go tell her yeah. what, what just happened. Sorry, you gotta like, go tell her. Throws her against a wall. Yeah, but she she died a couple years ago, I think. Um, she was in a car accident. Uh, drove into a retaining wall. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. They were trying to see if she could drive. <laughs> she Is that <laughs> Yeah. 
Why? Why would they? <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. Why would? They... Why would it matter if she could drive? What do they win if they just if they discover that she can? It was it was just for science. It was for scientific uh, purposes. God. Yeah, she was already um, like she was only like two or three years away from dying naturally anyway. So they're like, oh, we might as well put her behind the wheel. I thought it was a little crazy that they chose a McLaren. I mean, way too fast. <laughs> she wasn't ready for that kind of speed. I mean, give her like a Toyota Tercel for God's sake. I think uh, it's a shame that they had to uh, have her brother come in and finish her scenes in the last Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> This is Joe. This is Jojo. He's uh, he's going to be filling in today. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucked. Speaking of fucked, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social 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 media. Demi, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? Um, uh, I don't. So I feel like as of late, I always I always feel like uh, something will happen for me on Twitter, and then I'll be like, all right, I gotta stay off Twitter for a, a year now. Uh, and I'll change my password or, like, have my friend change it so I can't access it. But, uh, so when the election was called for Biden, uh, a bunch of us took to the street and just fucking essentially partied at a gas station. And it was, like, it went everywhere and, like, photos of it just were going around. Because I was on top of a car dancing for, like, eight hours straight. <laughs> and, uh, it eventually got to a very, uh liberal part of twitter that i always sort of fear because i'm just like oh they're gonna think one thing of who i am and i think that the there was one particular video of uh me and my friends dancing on top of this car and playing all i want for christmas is you they got around to like sarah cooper and mariah carey and demi lovato and i was just sort of like oh okay so here it goes and uh <laughs> The problem that comes with that is everyone being like, man, this guy loves Biden. He's so happy that Biden won. <laughs> this guy is a strong Biden supporter. And I'm like, N- no, I I can't fight this enough. And so my response to that becomes, I got to just really fucking go hard on Twitter about being like, fuck Biden. I hate all of his choices. I hate all of the things that are going on because of that. And it just feels like, uh, it ha- it's like a circle that happens every so often. It's like, I don't have to do anything uh so uh, connected to Biden, but it does feel like I, I think a lot of times I do things that read to liberals as like, uh, yay, we we all love the Democrats or th- this sort of like uh, vibe of thing. And then I just get sucked into like West Wing Twitter and I'm always just like, no, I need I need y'all to stay away from me. But that's what's going on with me right now. <laughs> it's going to be so wild when Sarah Cooper lip syncs the dolphin fucking on this podcast it's I, nuts. Uh, i'm expecting it and i'm throwing in some crazy words for her to say i'm <laughs> <laughs> making it really difficult for oh that lip syncing that was a real that was a tough word that he gave and liberal, we'll liberal i'd love twitter, to see how she like, did it like that that side of liberal twitter can just be very they can be like surprisingly like aggressive also yeah um like you wouldn't you wouldn't assume that they they would be but a lot you know it's like it's it's like it's like a 60 year old like mom. Right. Like that to me is like the typical that typical like part of, of Twitter. But then 
I don't know why I'm like surprised that they're that aggressive because like the 60 year old mom on like the Trump side of Twitter is just like a is like a psycho, like an ang- so like they have that like latent energy buried within them somewhere. And I think when the political stuff comes out, like it's just it's just surprising though. Did you have people? Did you have people like? mad at you or it was just people being like hey like biden 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 like we you know like it was mostly people just being like biden 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 like no one was mad as much as they were just sort of like even just like the way they reported were just like biden supporters took the thing and i was like oh no 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 in like in our in their defense we had written fuck trump on the back of a biden sign but that was just like it's just what we had but yeah. it was just sort of like, uh, there was a point in uh, the festivities where someone came up and was like, hey, Biden's about to talk on the news. We should turn on the speech. And we were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. That's not what we're doing right now. I'm uh, just imagining just everyone vibing at the gas station yeah. and then all of a sudden you, the music turns down and you just crank up Joe talking nonsense. Yeah, we'd be just everyone just slowly dispersed. Yeah, but. the party's over. That's That's the mood killer. The DJ just like, you just hear a big record scratch <laughs> and then Biden's speech comes up and you're like, oh, fuck. To make a, a sports part. analogy, it's like when a few years back, the, the Boston Bruins were in the Stanley Cup final against the Chicago Blackhawks. And as a Vancouver Canucks fan, I, I hated both teams. Uh, Boston had beaten Vancouver in the Stanley Cup final. Chicago had beaten Vancouver in the playoffs a bunch. Uh, but Chicago uh beat Boston in like very heartbreaking fashion. And I was like, oh, my God, fuck, yes, this fucking rules. But it's like, well, I still, I still hate both teams. Yeah. Both teams suck an enormous amount of ass. One team sucks a bit more ass, uh, but they both suck a lot of ass. <laughs> yeah, it's like whenever the Patriots get defeated, I'm just like, God, I fucking hate Tom Brady so much. I don't even care who did it. I'm just happy yeah. he lost. Exactly. Nothing yeah. brings together people like just hatred of one common person. Yeah, I think the Patriots analogy is better because of the the Trump stuff. Uh, you yeah, know, because Trump is a true patriot, guys. So if you really think about it, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> Much like Mel Gibson in The Patriot. Is that Mel Gibson? <laughs> yeah, it's Mel yeah, Gibson. And uh, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, I yep. believe, plays his son. Ah, right. And then who is it? Al- is it? It's not Alan Rickman. Is it Alan Rickman as the as the villain? Oh, I have I no pulled the one clue. person I knew was in that movie. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did well. I don't know. I'll, I mean, I'll look I, it up for you. I just remember that movie being like surprisingly gory. Uh, it was it was like a very very violent movie. Uh, we've uh, got there were a lot of there were a lot of axes being thrown at people. No, Alan Rickman is not in it. It looks like uh, Jason Isaacs is Jason. The... Okay, mm. and yeah. uh, we've got uh, Chris Cooper shows up in there. Okay, and it's a good uh, cast. those two people together, I could see being one Alan Rickman. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Chris Cooper plus Jason Isaacs equals Alan Rickman, and we've all been saying it. Uh, Stefan, what's going on in your social media? Well, um, so there's, you know, people are still trying to uh, hashtag stop the steal uh, on on Twitter. Uh, it's it's at this point, it's just very, very sad. Uh, it's mostly I mean, it's all it's entirely a, a, just a huge grift. Uh, people uh, trying to get these recounts going for for Donald Trump. Uh, there are a couple of them in Wisconsin. And I think. Uh, he actually managed to lose votes in both those recounts in the counties that they uh, that they were. He had, he had to pay three million dollars. I mean, I'm sure he didn't pay it, but they had to pay three million dollars uh, and ended up actually losing by a higher amount of votes. But anyway, there's someone named Sarah Eaglesfield. I've never seen before, but um, <coughs> she has hashtag audit every vote in her name. Uh, big Trump supporter. And 
I mean, I, I mentioned just now that this is all a big grift, and I think this is maybe just the perfect distillation of that because currently, uh, what what she is posting about, I'm gonna I'm just gonna read the post to you guys, and keep keep in mind this is to count votes on like a spreadsheet. Seeking a benefactor to get me a Mac Pro, so I'm actually able to audit the voter data I have now. Over a hundred gigabytes costs a ridiculous amount at a ghost uh, at a slow go till I upgrade. Maybe a business who no longer uses or needs to update their machine. Big ask. Hashtag audit every vote. And she is asking for the Mac Pro that costs uh, like $60,000. To read so, like Excel sheets? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> there's Wait, there's a Mac that costs $60,000? There, apparently there is, yeah. Well, there's got to be one that costs way more than that. Yeah, really? so, well, I guess this is actually, so maybe Holy she's shit. in- she might actually be in England, which is even funnier because it's in uh, British pound. It's 51,000 British pounds for what the Mac the Pro. And then she's asking for the Pro Display XDR Nano Texture Glass Monitor, which is 5,500 British pounds <laughs> for the monitor. <laughs> so I she mean, can look at spreadsheets. Like, and 100, 100 gigabytes isn't even that much. But no. with that sort of pixel count, imagine how much data you can look at at once without scrolling. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Incredible. Yeah, that's going to save you a lot of time there. But I mean, this is just so funny to me. Like, it's one thing if she was asking for like like a laptop, like an $800 laptop or something. Like, that's still sure. obviously like a grift. She's like scamming these people. But like, I almost have to respect that she's just gone all the way to the other end and is like, I need a, I need a $60,000 computer. I sincerely hope she gets it. I hope that people lose so much money to this and then way down the line, it's like the end of a heist movie where we're just like, wait a minute, I helped them get away with it. <laughs> I Yeah, I hope she does too because it, it's not like she's, she's taking money from bad people. So yeah. that's fine by me. And then, you know, maybe they'll like sue her and then, you know, so down the road, like they'll both end up getting fucked over. But like, yeah, I mean, if you're uh, if you're a Trump supporter, and you want to stop the steal. This is, I think, this is your best. This is your best chance. That and writing hoping, in Donald Trump in Georgia. You gotta write in Donald Trump in Georgia. I'm hoping that uh, this is just a, like a, a name someone's made up, and it's just like this is not a real person. They are just like someone who's like I can rob these people for all their worth, and I'm like, fuck, we gotta get in on that too. Well, she's she's verified on Twitter too. Is the thing? Oh, oh. So she's got. She's Eagles got the Field mark. does sound like a name you'd make up if you were doing like a right wing grift. You just yeah. you're like, oh, I throw Eagle in there somewhere. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I I hope she gets it. But but that that is, I mean, uh, there's been a lot of grifts. Obviously, Rudy is asking for what twenty thousand dollars a day. I mean, that's a pretty fucking huge grift as well. Um, yeah. But this is, uh, I mean, this is just incredible. And like I said, I I almost have to respect. Just this amount of griftiness. Um, so, I should tell people that I yeah. can't. I can't do the POD cast anymore unless I get crazytown.com. Right, because that's about the same amount of money. Same amount of money, so, fifty grand. Yeah. So just be like, listen, we got to stop the new metal hatred. Do you love and, new metal and you hate that people don't appreciate it? We got to stop. Then, the and then what you steal. could do, John, is you could take that money and give it to Sarah Eaglesfield. And so and can, see, and that is a great idea. Yeah. And I would do it. I I yeah. would and. I mean, we've talked a lot about how you and I need to really turn this ship around and start start the grift. I, it's I, I really do think it would be the the easiest thing in the world, but we we both have like a conscience, I guess. So yeah, we, we but can. I don't. I I'm mean, signing up. I'm signing up for GoFundMe right now. <laughs> <laughs> As I Chuck to... Flaggerston <laughs> on every vote. 
There it is. I mean, yeah. Like, what do you need, Demi? I mean, obviously you need a computer, but what else? I mean, there's got to be lots of stuff you'd need. I need a mansion to hold all the ballots in. <laughs> there's so many ballots. And, I a, would, I, and a really good skateboard to <laughs> skate around the mansion and read the ballots quicker. You, you I need know, a Range Rover you, to transport the ballots. It's got a lot of trunk space. I was going to say the ballots you, you from my get, house to uh, my mansion. I, I've got a refurbished McLaren you could uh, you could buy if you don't mind. Refurbished? No. Yeah. There's, it's uh, got to be new. There's some gorilla bones in it, but. Um, <laughs> But otherwise, uh, it's fine. It's finer than that, John. Uh, so your social media update, I think Dan yeah. has something for you. Producer Dan yeah. has something for you. Well, uh, it's, it's from the Discord. Okay, okay. and I, I'm yeah. assuming this is uh, some sort of congratulatory cameo. Uh, I can only uh, imagine for, what stupid so, fucking so, so, shit I'm about uh, to have to De- watch. Demi, John just got engaged uh, a couple weeks ago. Congrats. Yeah, a week ago. Thank you. Oh, Thank oh, we, you. Yeah. Uh, so, and so my my fiance is gonna she's she's here now so she's not happy about this I will say, um you can pull up Becca this is Demi, uh Hi, so Becca. can you hear the through the headphones okay, I don't have another pair hooked up right now so okay Fuck. she says she can't hear it so I gotta I, I told what <laughs> yeah I know but I just uh, right now I only have a one man setup I sold the other mics and headphones Dan we've already talked about this oh yeah that's right okay um so yeah, here, she I'll, can definitely I'll hear it the... we're good yeah I can definitely hear myself too but um <laughs> okay okay here I'll, I'll play the first clip here all right this first is, uh, oh no first, we, we got two yeah oh, okay fuck. so yeah here's the first one okay. let me know if this uh, sounds all right Becca and John, congratulations on your engagement. It's Joey from Joey's World Tour. I'm back. Congratulations to you both on your engagement. And John said, yes. Ah, woo. Great. That was awesome, Becca and John. I'm just here I to said congratulate yes. you. On your engagement. This engagement shout out is brought to you by the Block Perry Discord Community. <laughs> Block Perry. Oh, that is so nice. So, thank you all, first of all, for watching my reviews. I appreciate that so much. And I heard John liked my chorizo challenge. I can still taste it in my mouth, John. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, I have some uh, uh, a marriage advice. I just want to tell you to love one another, uh, listen to one another, and um, just uh, always cherish each other. And communication is the key. And just, you know, follow your hearts. And um, I wish you all the best. And uh, I got uh, uh, the Block Perry Discord. What would he give you? some fast food catering advice so i would um you know keep it simple maybe do like barbecue everybody loves barbecue maybe go like to a you know a like an armadillo willies or your favorite barbecue oh an armadillo willies love like ribs and barbecue chicken and uh baked beans and salad and garlic bread and different like sausage links 
salad and in there like it's a barbecue. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> simple. That's a fun one. Uh, and then you're gonna have you gotta have your. Uh, you know, have a little side vegetarian thing, some vegetables. Cause the well, that's vegetarian, the salad. There's always one vegetarian in the group. John yeah, and Becca. Becca is the and, vegetarian, you know, the, the Joey. The revolves around them. You know, <laughs> so, there's some vegetarian choices for me because I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> I just wear, I don't wear. It's her wedding. Yeah. Lace and all that good stuff. Joey, you fucked up. It's almost like a religion with these people. What's going on, Jonathan? Jesus. <laughs> He's also <laughs> describing a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> Have a vegetarian dish to keep them happy, okay? <laughs> Anyways, John and Becca, you all take care now. Have a great, great wedding and have a great honeymoon and you all take care and I wish you all the best, okay? This is Joey wishing you, John and Becca, congratulations on your engagement. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm I have a couple thoughts. First of all, shout out to whoever from the Discord actually ordered the cameo and spelled blocked party wrong. Uh, <laughs> but you would think he's done enough cameos for us now. Yeah. He would know that it's blocked Danny, we've got, party. We've got like seven cameos from him. Uh, and, and he said like <laughs> really? blocked party every single time. So I think that's why he did the double take because he's like, well, th this is probably from Blocked Party because they've gotten so many from me. But then it must have actually been spelled Block Perry. So he's like, okay. For sure. And it sounds like maybe like a, a fencing podcast because those are both like, <laughs> fencing terms, right? Potentially. Nice. That was better than my riff on it. I was going to say that that's the name of the uh, the like um, the Nordstrom rack, but for Perry Ellis clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Blocked Perry. <sighs> but did you, did you like that? Do you guys like that? Well... Oh. <laughs> I knew something was up because um, I'm guessing it's from Mutt in the Discord because he DM'd me and was like, are you going to be at home when they're recording tomorrow? I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> well, what I would say also, my other thought on it is that I don't know that we should necessarily take marriage advice from an unmarried guy who reviews fast food in his car. Um, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> I mean, he did say some nice things, I guess. Uh, okay, Dan, we so, so somehow we, we have two of these. We got one more here, yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah, here you go. It's going to be the guy from How to Catch a Predator telling me that I caught a... Hey, Redman is in the building. Redman! Oh, John and yes! Becca, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on, John and Becca? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Y'all just got engaged. Redman is the best Becca, at cameo. John, John, you love Becca? You love John because John is so fucking nice, Becca. And John, you love Becca nightclub dress. Oh, I know about you. <laughs> I heard y'all are very nice people. That's why I'm here. And your son, Dan. What's up, little Dan? <laughs> oh. Woo. Don't you love that music? Congratulations, you two. What took y'all so long? All right, y'all should have been did it, but... Everything happens at the right time for the right reasons, right? I heard y'all are very happy. Remember, communication, respect, and love. Any that's relationship. What, that's what Joey said. <laughs> you could carry your relationship as far as you want it with those three elements and more. You know, you got to be spontaneous. You got to be freaky. Yes. <laughs> so, John, what the fuck took you so long? <laughs> you know, that was a question that was asked. What took you so long, bro? Like the to really get that question going for Becca. What took you so long, bro? And then will Stefan 
keep sleeping in y'all bed? <laughs> these are questions we want to know. And who want to know these things? The Block Party Discord. Block Party Discord. What's good? So yeah. this is from Block Party Discord. This is from me. Congratulations, my success. May y'all have a fruitful relationship and smoke a lot of motherfucking bud. Oh, incredible. Oh my God, that was wonderful. Yeah, Redman is so good. Yeah, we've always we've always said like he's maybe the only good cameo guy. Uh, we've, we've seen a couple of his cameos before on some of the bonus episodes we do. Uh, and he just like gives it his all. Like he's legitimately like worth the, the money. So that was amazing. I, and that's I Block Party, right? He yeah. did, and he and he and he said Stefan, right? He didn't say Stefan. So I mean, that was that's an A plus. Uh, yeah, he he nailed it. And wow. uh, we have, I mean, we've talked with Stefan, and uh, we'll see what happens. We're gonna let him keep sleeping in our bed for now, but uh, we'll you. see what happens down the road. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, Dan, you can keep your bedroom and your race Perfect. car bed and everything. You're you're all good. Right on. Um, there's also a short message here from the Discord. They wanted to say. Uh, on behalf of the Blog Party Discord, congratulations on your engagement. Uh, thank you both for giving us such an awesome and accepting community. To offset the awfulness that was Joey, we decided to donate to an organization that means a lot to you. We have donated a total of $1,210 to Wava in honor of John and Becca Cuddle. What? This isn't it, Whoa. though. We will let you know when to check the mail. Wow! That's, that's awesome. so, yeah. Oh my god! Thank you. And that was that's very insane. Nice, I guess, by Mutt, as wow. Becca guessed. Yeah, Dan's mic's <laughs> fucked up today. Dan's got the T Pain app going on his uh, computer. Actually, yeah. oh, I shit. mean, that's incredible. Thank you so I much. Did have auto tune on. Yeah, my bad. I'm like Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, we don't. We're. So I'm nice. speechless. I don't know what that's to say. Amazing. Thank I you guys. I was really uh, hoping that it was going to be like we've donated one thousand two hundred ten dollars to Sarah Eagles Fields. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a Mac Pro. We noticed she was exactly one thousand two hundred and ten dollars short of getting her Mac Pro. Uh, yeah. Guys, I'll let you get back to it. Yeah, sure. Uh, thanks. Thank you, everyone. Um, wow. wow, that's quite a social media update. That what I mean, it's uh, impossible to top that. Um, thank you uh, for those of you who don't know. Wava is a, a women's shelter here in Vancouver uh, that we that we love and support very much. That's kind of our our sort of our our cause here at Blocked Party. So we really appreciate it. And uh, you know, I mean, you could have sent us the money, but uh, if you couldn't do that, uh, donating it to charity. No, I'm just joking. That's a, an amazing move. So very kind of you. And uh, whew, wow, that was great, Red Man. What a guy. What a guy. Uh, I wonder how much it would just, cost I mean, to get Redman like, at our wedding. That's just like is such a... I was in a good mood today anyway. You know, I was listening to the, the Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack. This oh, morning. hell yeah. Breakfast sandwich, made some nice coffee. We dressed up our cat in a little Santa outfit. She hates oh. it. Um, so, you know, good day. I didn't think it could get any better. And then and then Redman. I mean, that's that's wonderful. That's great. Yeah, Thank unbelievable. You. Thank, you Thank you all so much to the Discord. Uh, just phenomenal. You, you know, we love all of you so much and... We're glad that you, uh, you know, that you make it so easy on us, too. So um, thank you. And uh, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo. No longer can see the post. It's a block tale. Woo. You probably deserved it. It's a block tale. 
Okay, Demi, uh, you know, this this is we we kind of you got bleh, I can't even talk anymore. <laughs> you got, you know, sort of convinced to come on the show because of this block that uh is is wildly confusing. So I'm excited to to talk more about it with you. I have looked into it and I don't I still don't understand it anymore. But yes, what happened is uh I'm even trying to think of how I got to the I think someone tagged me in a tweet or something that they wanted me to see that was related to the CW. And then I clicked on the CW and it says you're blocked. And I was like, what? Why did I, did I, t- did I harass the CW or something? And I looked through all of my tweets. I like, I looked at the tweets that I had sent to the CW or just even about the CW. And I was like, there's nothing here. I don't understand what happened. So <laughs> I'm blocked by the uh, tween network, the CW. <laughs> Maybe because I tweeted something about Riverdale once upon a time, but also maybe just because. So uh, I used to do a podcast called Gilmore Guys, where we'd go through every episode of Gilmore Girls, and there was a recurring bit where we would make fun of the CW promos that were on this, were, that they made for the show. And when they came back for new episodes, I made fake CW promos. But in order for that to be the reason that they blocked me, it had to be like a very pissed off, like, higher up at the network who heard that and was like, how dare they talk shit about us in an audio form? He can't read our marketing tweets anymore. So I don't think it's that. But I'm also just like, what the hell is it? But that also seems like something like crazy enough for like a marketing executive to do though, also, right? But it's just like, that's not a punishment to me. I'm not looking at the CW's Twitter. Like, why are they like, <laughs> we got to make sure he can't see our tweets. But maybe maybe he thinks like, oh, he, we don't want him to steal any you know promotional material and parody it from, from our Twitter account, potentially. The only maybe. other theory I have is that maybe you like faved a post that tagged the CW making fun of them. Maybe. Uh, which is like, like maybe someone was like, search. oh, I love when at Electro Lemon does the fake CW ads or something and you faved it or and I was like, haha, yeah. And they were like, yeah, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, we're blocking your ass. Yeah, I, just, I mean, it, it seems so crazy for any sort of like marketing or network Twitter to block anybody unless it's like a straight up harassment campaign. So I'm like, this must be either a mistake or I'm on some sort of block list that they got. But. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's such a mystery, and I mean, we can we can enlist our our listeners. They they're they're very good at, at at looking into this sort of thing, and maybe they'll be able to find something out. But like, yeah, I I looked into it a bit as well, and you you've never oh you never like tagged them with any like it's it's just there's nothing there that was offensive or or a blockable offense, right? So I don't know. it's it's a and mystery. you would think but, that they would like huge, your... I will say it's a it's a huge block. Like like getting blocked by an entire network is like legitimate, incredible, it's wild. Yeah. And especially like, as a network writer, like it's you're involved in that world. Like it's not like you're just some random guy on Twitter that they're like, right. yeah, we got to block his ass. Like, you know, you're you could theoretically work for them someday or whatever. Like, it's just a very strange. My other theory is that the person who runs that Twitter also just like wanted to block me from their own account. They're just like, I hate this guy or whatever. And they would just did it on the wrong account. Oh, that I mean, that could be possible, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, like, I do know, like, one of the sports writers I really uh, like and follow from the Leafs, my my favorite hockey team, I know that, like, he he used to block people all the time. And I remember he's, like, talked about it on podcasts where The Athletic, who he works for, kind of told him, like, you can't really, you, you gotta, you can't block people. Like, yeah. unless they're being really mean to you, like, we're trying to sell The Athletic, we're trying to sell subscriptions, people want Leafs news from you. Like, you can't just 
block whoever you want. And I feel like the CW is even a step further than that. Oh, yeah. Of like, you know, you can't just block. Like, it's so you strange. watch The Flash. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. What were what was so bad about the the Gilmore Girls like promos that they did? They were just very. It's just such a like distinct, uh, like parodyable, like nine, like late nineties, early two thousands aesthetic and style to it. Where it's just like they'd be like this fall on the CW, Rory's going to college, and they'd have like all the same sound effects. They'd do like the record scratch and like have a, a clip from the show. Right. Sometimes they'd spoil episodes to just show a thing where you're like, well, that's like the last shot. Why would they do that? So we made fun of those briefly, but it wasn't like, again, it'd have to be they were listening and then they log onto their account just like, that does it. I hate this guy so much. He's not going to see any of our tweets about uh, fucking the secret life of the American teenager or whatever. <laughs> it's also strange because presumably you doing a podcast about one of their most popular shows would encourage more people to watch the show like absolutely you know and it's it, like if they had any like good sense about it they'd sort of join in on the fun and be like yeah our promos were bad back then because it's like we're making fun of things from like now two decades ago yeah, yeah it's, it's not it's the yeah. old promos it's not the current promos yeah like so it makes even less sense i mean i yeah i don't know it's i, I guess my only cw level block is probably taco bell <laughs> um, or no no not talk, no, i blocked taco bell because i was tired of their shit it's kfc actually yeah kfc say. and i know exactly why they blocked yeah didn't you say that they made you wanted to like the, no, fuck their sandwich or some shit no it wasn't even anything like that it was the day that uh of the the casey anthony verdict oh um, right and i i tweeted that uh hashtag casey anthony was spotted eating a hashtag double down from at kfc uh, immediately <laughs> after the verdict and they blocked me in like in like a minute they're like, no, like she wasn't. No, she wasn't. Block him. No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I know exactly. I can. I know exactly what caused that block. Like, I like is, that. That's the way like that they. Block. This is maybe the most mysterious block. Jesus Christ! Holy I don't know if you heard fuck! That, that, that was, was like a. <laughs> that's insane. Coco is still alive. Block. That's nuts. Oh. oh my god! Yeah, but that's the the CW mystery block. This is the most mysterious block I think we've had on the show. Yeah, I have another uh, mysterious block that it, I'm like it's kind of a mysterious block, but knowing who like this person, I'm just sort of like I get what happened. I'm blocked by Alec Baldwin, uh, and there was a period of time where he was just so on Twitter that it was like everyone's just sort of like, why are you on Twitter getting into fights with people, dude? What's the point of this? But, like, he has such a, like, his personality is... So, basically, I tweeted once, uh, the tweet was, I've been making so many bad calls lately, I feel like Alec Baldwin. Just making fun <laughs> of the time that he, like, called his daughter and was like, you're a little pig or whatever. Did not tag him. No one tagged him. He was not, like, tagged or aware of this in any way. But I later noticed he had blocked me, and I'm like, he was definitely searching his own name. 100%. Which is yeah. insane for someone like Alan ba- Alec Baldwin, because he gets tweeted about probably millions of times a day. Oh, he's oh, yeah. so you're gonna, famous. You're going to get like a uh, uh, hundred tweets a minute uh, with, with his, with his name. And like, yeah. it's like, how do you search? Is he actually looking the chances that he saw yours out of all of the tweets about him? Unless when he search, there's like an algorithm that like, that brings it up closer to the top. Maybe when he searches his name, potentially, or he like, saw it like as soon as I tweeted it, like he's yeah. searching the second I did. And he's like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Oh, that's, I mean, that, that I think is, is less mysterious because he definitely is a name searcher. Like there's, there's no doubt in my mind. I just can't even, he's not really online as much anymore. I feel like he stopped going on Twitter when, remember when he was uh, playing words with friends on the plane and refused to stop and they kicked him off the plane. I feel like then at that, after that, he's like, okay, I'm done with, I'm done with my phone now. I'm done with, I'm done with being online. (laughs) Yeah. He gets all of his ego trip, uh, just doing SNL now, I guess. Oh man. Yeah. I can't, 
He's probably going to be back on Twitter now, now that he's not going to do right. it anymore. He's bored. He's like, yeah. this is it. Yeah, it's weird. Wow. I feel like I don't even like to search my own name because John Cullen is just a very common name. So, like, mm. even then, it's like there's even if someone were tweeting about me, I would have to search through a bunch of tweets to even find something about me. I, so I can't even imagine being like Alec Baldwin. Like you say, like probably hundreds of tweets every day. I, I love can't. searching my own name. <laughs> well, for you, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's nothing, gotta be, but I'm always just like, oh, I just want to find one person shit talking me and then I do nothing about it. Yeah, I mean, I assume yours would be easy to, you know, you're, you're pretty confident they're talking about you. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Demi Dejuibes out there that we're talking about. <laughs> you're like, well, it's either me or the one other guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a great listener block this week as well. This one uh, comes into us from friend of the show, Rabia. Uh, and this is, we get a little Australian content on the show this week. Uh, So she lets us know that she got blocked last night by Michael O'Brien, who is the MP and head of the Victorian Liberal Party, uh, which confusingly for North Americans is the Republican Party equivalent in Australia. The liberals aren't in power here and have embarrassed themselves this year by trying to undermine the public health response to the pandemic at every turn. Now that we're coming up on a month with no cases, they're increasingly clutching at straws for some kind of critical angle. And as a result, they're less popular than ever. Barely anyone has ever even heard of Michael O'Brien, and his approval rating is now 15%, which has earned him the nickname Mr. 15%, which he apparently hates. Uh, So he tweeted, uh, Victorians have done the hard yards to defeat the second wave caused by blunders in hotel quarantine and contact tracing. Our numbers are now lower than New South Wales, but our restrictions don't reflect that. And then he has a graphic here where New New South Wales has much less strict... um, pandemic guidelines than victoria does and so rabia tweeted at him at 10 40 p.m on a sunday night i replied with your approval rating and the cover to the beach boys album 15 big ones (laughs) and at some point between then and midnight he blocked me the timing says a lot whether it's him or someone doing his social media they're obviously not at work uh, 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 at midnight on a sunday that's someone butthurt scrolling through everything in their free time, and it warms my heart to think how low morale must be at the Victorian Liberal HQ. Cheers, Rabia. Thank you, Rabia. That's always nice when a bad politician gets pissed off online. Totally. And that's just a great, it's a fun way, instead of just saying Mr. 15%, you do the, the Beach Boys album cover. Very, uh, you know, it's, it shows ingenuity, and we love to see that here at Block Party. If you want to send in a listener block and maybe have it read on the show, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com, or you can fill out the form on our website. You can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash blockparty, where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes and one live show every single month, and access to the great Discord that we were just talking about. So that could be very worth your time. It's an awesome place. Uh, bonus episode-wise, we had a great month in November. We just... Uh, concluded our BP Dungeons and Dragons series with Branson Reese and Jamie Loftus and Josh Bergel. Uh, it was an absolute blast. Uh, so you can check that out. If you donate to the show, you get all of our back episodes. So you can listen to the whole series from front to back. We did a great mailbag with Grace Spellman. We have Block Party TV with Chris Locke and Trivia Party 3 with Chris James and Christine Bordelin. So it was a big month in November. You can check all that out at patreon.com slash block party. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at blocked party pod. And, uh, you know, you can just rate and review the show or tell your friends. Make sure you subscribe to the show. 
all that good stuff. Uh, we love to see it. And speaking of things we love to see, we love to finish every episode of the top three. And Demi, you actually told us yours before the show. That doesn't always happen, but it's beautiful. We love this top three. Uh, go ahead. What is it, please? I wanted to do top three celebrity tweets. <sighs> yes. I mean, there beautiful. are... There's so, so many. many, so many good ones. So many good ones. I'm already feeling like, oh, I chose the wrong three, but I'm, I still like them. I feel like you, you can't be wrong with any of them though, because there are so many that are at like the same like S tier level. Oh of, yeah. Of, of of like insane celebrity posting. Uh, but what what is your what's your number three? Uh, my number three is uh, I'm gonna say shares what's going on with my career. <laughs> I think Classic. about it all the time. It's just like, it's, I feel like there's an entire section of my brain that's just thinking, what's going on with, and then no space between my and career. <laughs> yes. Incredible. I uh, mean, she, she's just, uh, I mean, John, I, I know you're going to have probably a few share tweets. Yes. My, my, there, my but... entire top three is share tweets. So <laughs> this is, uh, so I, I love that we're, you know, we're, we're drinking the same Kool-Aid and I wasn't even going to have that, uh, that wasn't even going to be in my top three. So I love that we, you know, there's just so many good ones. We didn't I have was just to like, I got to go off the top of my head or else I will get too specific and deep about this. But that's one for me. Yeah. Love it. Love um, it. Stefan, your number no, three, my number three. Uh, he had to be in my top three. Jose Canseco, former, <laughs> former MLB slugger. And he has a lot to choose from as well, but I had to go with from April 21st, 2012, the runny wet poop. What is it called? <laughs> What? Yeah. I've never seen that one wet before. Poop. It's diarrhea. What is it using called? Twitter as Google and I also forgot what diarrhea was. Um but I love I mean, his I love his tweet where he's just sort of like on my gravestone it will simply say baseball. <laughs> yeah, I was flip-flopping between those two. Um He's had some I mean, really good I, ones this week too. I was saying to Stefan, he he yeah. he's having a feud with a girl named Morgan and he's been very uh very explicit about that. Yep. Uh, John, what's, what's, what's your number? Oh three? yeah. So this no is what it was. So post. it was like a week ago. Yeah. He said, um, he said, yes, people, that is me on plenty of fish under JC 33, 40, 40 Morgan and I broke up. She cheated on me. So I had to leave her. And then, uh, two days later he tweeted happy Thanksgiving to everyone except for a rod and Morgan. <laughs> oh my God. God. So pretty good stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'm going all, right. all share. It's an all share top three. Uh, she's truly, I mean, it's just unbelievable. This one is from April 2014. And this is, uh, this is my number three. She says, hashtag Twizzlers suck. These are in all capitals, by the way. Hashtag Twizzlers suck. Taste like rubber slash plastic slash petroleum sludge slash clown shoes. Uh, <laughs> confused face emoji or gross face emoji. Yeah. Hashtag red vines, black licorice, heaven, angel emoji, slash NYC, slash Tahiti, high heel emoji, lipstick emoji, ghost emoji, birthday cake emoji, donut emoji, music emoji, <laughs> present emoji, crystal ball emoji, sunglasses emoji. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, what more can you say, really? She's all, clearly on the, she has a side of the Twizzlers red vines debate yeah. and it's very yeah. obvious. So good for Shame her. She good chose her. the wrong side. Yeah, you're uh are you uh you're a Twizzlers a Twizzlers, Twizzlers man? Yeah, me too. Them. Yeah, Twizzlers yeah. are great. Same here. We don't have red vines up here. I've had them before. They're I fine. Like them, yeah. But I don't I don't get the hype. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Demi, Demi your number, number two? two? Okay, my number two is simple. Dinor sex gifts. Yes. 
<laughs> yes, this uh, this Hank from Breaking Bad. He uh, just tweeted and, the phrase "sex gifts." Yeah. No yeah. context. And he didn't post anything after that for a while. I think. I think right? he followed up though, like in a in a very self-effacing way. I wish I could remember what he said, but it was just sort of. I think it was just sort of like a yeah. I tweeted sex gifts, <laughs> like <laughs> sort of just like challenging all of us to make fun of him. It's like, oh, okay, I guess. Anyway. Yeah, like, and he hasn't he hasn't deleted it yet, you know, which no, is like, which I respect. You know, you have to respect that. Yeah, I, it reminds me of when Logan Couture, uh, center for the San Jose Sharks, just tweeted a Pornhub link. Like he used the the I would imagine seldom used like share button on Pornhub and shared it to Twitter, <laughs> and then did the classic next day like, oh my Twitter got hacked. I don't know how that happened. Like. It's like, well, no one would hack your Twitter and then just share a link from Pornhub yeah. and then, and nothing else, no other tweets, just one share from Pornhub. It was fantastic. Uh, uh, oh, my number two, this is tough. I, I think I'm going to go with Britney Spears. John, we talked about this one before the show. Yes. I mean, this is a, I mean, a classic. This is from February 10th, 2011. Does anyone think global warming is a yep. good thing? I love Lady Gaga. I think she's a really interesting artist. Yeah classic i mean i love both parts of that because it's like does anyone think global warming is a good thing is already hilarious on its own yes and then just the sudden pivot to do you guys like lady gaga she's pretty no cool. explanation whatsoever uh yeah. I, I yeah i don't know how it happened unless it was she had like copy pasted two separate thoughts and was going to post one later maybe or i mean who knows it's a mystery but I, I'm also like at this at this point in time. Did Lady Gaga say something about global warming, and he was and she was responding to that or what? Because oh, you know feels... what? That makes sense. But that even then, sense. it's just sort of like the phrase: "Does anyone think global warming is a good thing?" I'm just sort of like, is that you saying we shouldn't think it's a good thing, or you do think it's a good thing, and you want to find like-minded people? It's such a weirdly phrased. Yeah, the, yeah, the way it was like framed, even if it is like something to do with something Lady Gaga said or or did or whatever, like it's just very unclear. Uh, yeah. Especially back in 2011 Twitter, just the Wild West. Um, yeah, that's my number two, John. Okay, my number two, also from Cher, also from 2014. Not that long after her Twizzlers tweet, as a matter of fact. It's from May 2014, and she just wrote, Wu-Tang Cher Clan. Yeah! Yes. Yeah. And the clan is on a separate line. So it's Wu-Tang Cher <laughs> Line Break Clan. <laughs> which oh, again so i don't great. i just don't know i mean Cher's tweets are just they're so incredible i'm looking at like a a list of her top 25 tweets and it's just like it's insane they i like i don't they all, they hit. all hit. hit it's unbelievable yeah. uh the, so yeah wu-tang share clan <laughs> you know how the uh, i think it's uh gq does those like most iconic role videos where they talk about actors with their i want someone to do that but with share just talking about her tweets yeah. oh i would <laughs> love that oh my god yes totally uh demi your number one my number one it couldn't be anything other than this from Shaq. i'm at knott's berry farm and my butt's too big to fit into seats on the ride Ah, that's me yelling. Oh, <laughs> yes. I was so I, I I figured your number one would be one of two things, and and it was either that or my number one. I'm so glad that that is I, just. I like, think I know what your number one is, and I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> someone's got to pick it. <laughs> yeah. So that's from like 2008, right? Or 2009. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's what Twitter was like back then. If anyone's wondering. Yeah, it was yes. way more fun. It, it was, was awesome. It was wonderful. And it was your favorite Shaq celebs. Tweets. 
Shaq's tweets from that period were all just sort of like him being like, everyone on Twitter has got this special bond with me. We're all the same. Like he would just pe- say things on uh, Twitter, just like, if you see me on the street and you know me from Twitter, you can say hi, because we're not like everyone else. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was that. It was talking about uh, roller coasters and it was like challenging Ashton Kutcher to like, hey, first to 10,000 followers. Yeah, you know? and him saying something like, uh, uh, Chris Angel, respond if you're not scared. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I miss those. Oh, and telling Oprah oh. her caps wrong. Great. Yeah, I miss so that. good. Uh, that's a classic. So my number one, uh, and Demi, I, I think you've you've guessed it. Uh, it's from uh, writer, director, actor Kevin Smith. Yep. <laughs> I, it, it couldn't be anything else. Uh, July 9th, two thousand nine. Ten years in, and we bone like we're cheating on each other with each other. A decade plus, and her clit slash brown slash taint area still pones my dick. Ugh. I that, mean, that it, it, it gets better with age. Onto my brain. <laughs> I can't the believe he's never deleted pones. it. Yeah, with an pone. O. Yeah, yeah. With, with yeah. like P capital O. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you you don't even have the tweet up in front of you, and you you remember <coughs> no. that it's a capital O. Because everyone, I feel like there have been so many like d- discussions of this tweet. Like people have written articles about it. He's commented on it many times now, and he just doubles down. He's like, "Yeah, I love that tweet." Ha ha ha. I think yeah. at one point he was like, "Yeah, my wife dared me to tweet it," and everyone's like, "I don't know, man." There's n- no, that's not true. Because we and we've talked about this on the show before. If you search for from uh, that Kevin Smith uh, brown eye. Uh, there are just so like an endless stream of posts about him eating his wife's ass. Oh, yeah, God. But calling it like the brown eye, and it's yeah, just yeah. very. I mean, it, it it was not a dare from his wife. That was. It, that it's was kind of like horny. it has the same vibe as like the censored version of wet ass pussy being wet and gushy, which is like worse than wet ass yeah. pussy. Yeah, it's like the same thing. I think he thinks by saying brown eye, we're like, oh, that's like a nicer way of saying he eats his wife's ass and it's much worse it's so much, way much worse. worse yeah yeah uh oh. john you're number one number one and shared. again i mean i think even if i wasn't doing a share exclusive list this is one of the ones that is i mean it's a it's legendary on twitter both because it's a, a share tweet and it's very funny but it's also about twitter kind of oh, a similar vibe to Shaq. Yeah. perfect this is from april 2012 I was looking at tweets and saw that I really hurt yep. someone's feelings. I'm sorry. It was light blue background with white egg shape. Bye. <laughs> oh, it's so I, good. I looked this up a few years ago uh, and, and I, I researched this and like did like because you can do like an advanced search to see like uh, like tweets from like a certain time or whatever, like a certain time frame. And so I looked from like April 10th to April 12th, 2012. And then including like at share uh, in in there, and I looked for the egg uh, avatar, and I think I, I I have to go back and look, but I think I found a couple possible contenders for the post, and it was someone being like, "You you you upset me, share. You did something that upset me." Incredible. So it's a, it's it's out there. It's still out there somewhere. But that's that's that had to be the number one share tweet. I think. God bless you, share. I love it. It reminds me of that excellent tweet too, where the guy just took a picture of an egg on his stove, and he was like. Oh, look, it's the guy who's been pissing me off on Twitter again or whatever. (laughs) So good. Um, Wow. I mean, what an episode. Truly an all-timer. So many great things in there. Uh, Demi, thank you so much for joining us. Before we go, is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, Watch the Amber Ruffin show on Peacock, I guess. 
<laughs> okay, there you go. Watch the Amber Ruffin <laughs> Show on Peacock. People can follow you on Twitter at Electro Lemon. That's right. Excellent. And uh, if you haven't listened to Gilmore Guys, fantastic podcast. It's all out there. And we've talked about it on the show. So now you have a way of getting in there and checking it out. Uh, thank you again, Demi, for joining us. This was fantastic. Thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, again, you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. And we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Bye.